we go to the hotline and welcome for the first time to this show, this is Willie Robertson. Willie, how are you, sir? I'm doing fantastic. How are you? Uh, it's great. Uh, as if Willie and the family didn't need any more money, uh, <laughs> yeah. Willie has written a book. How how great does it feel out of all your accomplishments? Let me tell you what I think is the best. And my son, who's only nine, doesn't really watch a whole lot of TV, he knows who you guys are from all the products that he sees whenever we go in Walmart or anywhere else. I mean, you are the most branded thing in the last five years. <laughs> no, that's... It's insane, isn't it? Uh, yeah, they. Uh, my face has been on some odd things, from underwear to uh, chia pet to uh, garden gnomes, so uh, and a few other things in between. So uh, yeah, it's insane, man. It's crazy, uh, but you know, life is good, and um, wanted to put a book out. Uh, this one is um, this one's different. Uh, it's you know, it's called American Hunter, and it's about you know, really a lot of famous guys all throughout time that have uh you know in american history that have uh, been outdoorsmen and how they help kind of shape this whole country um and uh, it's fun it's a fun read it's an easy read and uh, it's just some great classic stories I'm, I'm very interested in this I, i'm a new yorker and i'm a transplant down here to florida but been here about 25 years now and i never in my life thought that i could hunt anything until i went on my first hunt last year and now it's it's kind of like once you do it, you're completely immersed in it. I, I'm more interested now. I'm more interested in guns now. It's it's an entirely different lifestyle than I grew up in. And now, uh, and now it's I'm in your blood. It's, it's in your blood. It's now. in everybody's blood. <laughs> you know who you know who really turned me on to it was the great Hall of Fame baseball player Wade Boggs, who is uh, an avid hunter. And w- right. when when oh, yeah. I when I saw his his trophy room and him talking about it and usually you get the bad reputation like it's guys oh they just want to hang elephant heads and lion heads in their office but not when you hear a guy who's a real hunter like wade talk about the whole process of going through it it's it's inspiring and uh you know with this book here with american hunter you who who are some of the guys you profile in the book um well there's a lot and i just to pick up on what you said i mean because and wade knows that just like i do and, and that's what it's about it's not about big how big it is and all that, especially not for us. It's about, you know, it's it's remembrances of stories. And, uh, you know, for us, it's about eating. So it's about, I get to, it's the ultimate farm to table, you know. So yeah. I to go out and see what I'm going to eat and provide for my family. And uh, that's one process, the hunt itself. And whether or not you shoot or not, it, you know, I've had great hunts where I never pulled the trigger. It was just, but it's an awesome hunt, you know, for whatever reason. And then the process of cleaning, then the process of cooking, which is a big deal for us, and then the, and then we end up at the dinner table, right, and we're eating, and those are a lot of the stories that we talked about ever since I was a little kid, and we would talk about the hunt and what got away and how we got this one, and, uh, and those stories have lived on, and so and that's what we do in the book is tell those stories. Uh, there's so many fascinating people in here, um, you know, probably on the top of my list is Teddy Roosevelt, of course, one of right. the famous outdoorsman you know in this country also a president um and uh you know um we put stuff in here people may not realize you know he um uh roosevelt lost his young wife in childbirth and his mom died on the same day and so as he wrote letters back when he would go hunting um you know it was almost therapeutic for him to be out in the woods and just try to you know overcome you know the tragic things in his life and uh and that was one escape for him was to be in the outdoors and uh you know it's, he's a new york guy yeah i'm a new york guy you know from a well-to-do family and it's somebody you may not would have thought you know would have had this passion but it, it was in him and uh and then he did so many things to help us today uh to have 
you know, areas to hunt, even even populations of animals. I mean, they were almost decimated in the early 1900s. Uh, the deer, the turkey, a lot of these things were, you know, just about wiped out, certainly the buffalo. And so he put in, you know, the refuge system. You know, he started the Boone and Crockett Club. He, uh, uh, parks, you know, he put certain parks, you know, that he uh, that he made, you know, national. National, and, yeah. Uh, so he did a lot of things to help preserve it. The numbers came back up, and he really saved a lot of this for us today. And so, uh uh, passionate guy, and so, uh, you know, James Audubon's another, you know, the, when we think of the Audubon Society, you know, you're thinking of bird watchers, this guy hunted, and he wrote letters back about killing varmints and rabbits, and, you know, yeah. talked about how tasty they were, so a lot of these guys, you know, hunted, and uh, and we talk about that, and that's that passion, that's the stories, they're the same stories, you know, all the way back to Daniel Boone, George Washington, you know, all these guys were, were outdoorsmen, loved to go out and hunt. What we were talking to Willie Robertson, you know, of course, Willie from uh, Duck Dynasty. What was the first thing you ever, uh, that you ever hunted? Uh, duck, uh, for sure. Um, dad wasn't much of a deer hunter. Um, I kind of got that passion, uh, later on in life, uh, but mostly everything was about ducks and, uh, but we hunted the, we just always hunted the seasons, you know, whatever was in, that's what we would go do. And, uh, We'd plan out our whole, you know, year. We didn't have any money, so it was, you know, it was something that was cheap and affordable. Yeah. You know, if it was frog season was in, we'd go get frogs. If it was turkey, you know, turkey, uh, dove season for sure. And then as we got closer to, uh, we'd go shoot, you know, deer. And Dad never was about trophies or horns or anything. He just, you know, he wanted something that went on the road, something that was. Yeah, he wanted to eat. I mean, that's what. Uh, so we're all about we're all about eating what we uh, what we take, and then we come back with stories. And uh, <clears throat> that's different now because we video everything. So you can't hardly your stories ain't quite as good because the video don't lie. <laughs> 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 don't it too much like we used to. Could. I love the one time uh, where you guys went out camping and hunting, and you guys pulled up in the tour bus. <laughs> like we're saying <laughs> that because uh, my first experience, I got to go with some some pretty big hunting guys, and I'm in a I'm in a blind that's got a uh, heater and. And, you know, it's got a cable TV if you need it. Like, I'm having a great time. And, and then the other guys are hanging upside down in a tree by themselves. Right. So. Oh, yeah. We've got, a little, we've got a little fancy with it, you know. So we grew up poor, so we've, we've done that side of it. So now, you know, now that we can have a heater in the blind, stuff like that, we certainly don't take those yeah. luxuries if we have it. By the way, I'm glad you said you grew up poor because one of my questions was I wanted to ask you. We know that the show has been ultra successful. The, the merchandise has been successful. When's the first time you started to feel rich? Like the first time you were like, we ain't poor no more. <laughs> Never. Um, I don't know. Like you, know, you go buy think, something uh, or? Yeah, I think when I could just go pay cash for something, it was pretty, that was pretty neat. I thought, wow, you know, I was able to pay cash for that, you know, for whatever that was. And uh used to be, you know, hey man, I put stuff on layaway, you know, I, <laughs> I, I was all sure. the way back in those days, you know. I put, I bought my first TV and I had it on layaway. I go pay like ten bucks, you know, every two weeks, you know, to to Walmart to so get I a big to get a big square TV that wasn't a flat screen. <laughs> I wouldn't trade it for anything, you know. Uh, uh, my wife's grandfather, uh, uh, he he did our wedding and he, we would get up there and he was the he was the guy preaching and he said. You know, I saw this kid, and I saw what he had, and I was like, is this all, all the stuff you have in life? And it was, like, fit in a corner, but I thought it was a lot of stuff, you know? I'm like, hey, man, don't be dogging me right here. I thought I'd do well for myself at 19 years old. Do you now, I, I, every November, we try to do the uh, the Movember thing where you grow the mustache or the beard, and I get a good beard going for a little while, and I go, you know what, I'm going to I'm gonna carry this out. I'm going to be like one of those Duck Dynasty guys or get it down to look like a biker or something. And then after 30 days, I'm like, get this goddamn thing off my face. Yeah, you got to stick with it. You, you got to get past the itchy stage. So, uh, no, this is a, this is a, 
this is a yearly devotional. You got to you got to commit to this kind of look. Uh, this whole look came about because we are out in the woods a lot, and we ain't in Florida, so we're freezing, and uh, we needed some facial hair and long hair to help keep us warm. That's what it's all about. So we pushed through the pushed through the summers and uh, to get to the winters. It's fixing in November. It's gonna be nice. But you guys are screwed because I've seen you. I've seen pictures without the beard. You're all you're handsome. You and your brother. Uh, without the beards, but it's kind of like John Cena. He wrestled in jean shorts. He's stuck in jean shorts for the rest of his life. So until, although you guys could do like Kiss and you could take the beards off for one season and freak everybody out. Well, that's the I've got the we've got a reverse disguise. So when I'm sick of all this stuff, we'll shave my beard, cut my hair, and nobody know who I am. I can just go right back into oblivion. So oh, I, I, I look normal. I look like you guys. I'd imagine you really appreciate the fame and the fortune that, that the show and, and your popularity has brought you, but I also think that it's probably a huge pain in the ass for you sometimes. Well, you know, when you look like this, it's kind of hard to you kind of stick out in a crowd. I've always been stared at anyway, even before I was famous, uh, mostly probably from fear before. But, uh, <laughs> but you know, I, <laughs> I said I said this look was good when Sadie was young. I would yeah, I'd go coach their basketball team like in sixth grade. And man, when I walked in that door now, before I was famous, I mean, you literally saw the parents like clutch their children, like this guy's coaching our kids. <laughs> and, uh, uh, then you get famous, then they just hand their kids to you. Yeah. You know? yeah. Listen, these guys. Funny, funny how that works. Oh, absolutely. Uh, these guys certainly know about hunting. American Hunter: How Legendary Hunters Shaped America is a book. It's Willie Robertson and William Doyle. It'd be a great Christmas present. We're right around the corner for the holidays. Uh, uh, pleasure to have you on the show, man. You pulling? You pulling for Trump in the election? Oh man, I like Trump for sure. We'll see. It's too early, but uh. Yeah, that guy fascinates me. So uh, he's a business guy. He's been on TV. He's got a good-looking wife. So we got a lot of stuff in common. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you both got you both got weird hair, just in different <laughs> different areas. We, we both got a lot of hair. We outpunted our coverage, so uh, you know, <laughs> I wish him all the best. Well, good luck to you with the book. I'm sure you'll do well. And uh, the day I stop seeing your face on a chia pet, I'll know it. I'll know it's over at that point. Uh, yeah, yeah, it'll be over. Good luck to you as you're out hunting this season. I hope you're successful. Oh, this is season two. I'm killing it this year. I'm coming back strong. Get Thank- after it, man. Get after it. Thank you, Willie. Pleasure to talk to you. All right, guys. See you, buddy. Oh, I like him a lot more than I thought I would. Steve and Julie Weintraub here for the Golden Diamond Source. If you're thinking about getting engaged, Golden Diamond Source is your one-stop destination. Shop, compare, and save at the Golden Diamond Source. 3800 Olmerton Road. Or online at goldendiamondsource.com. 